Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. Well, today is a very unique day. It is, of course, the day after Yom HaKippurim. And to a certain extent, it's a day in which we are somewhat confused as to what our avoda, what our focus should be. Hopefully, if we were successful, we climbed the mountain over the past 40 days, intensifying our efforts during the Aserah Meshuva, and then reached the highest point. And hopefully, towards the end of the day yesterday, we looked out and we took in the view, an incredible landscape, an amazing, magnificent vista before our eyes as we were able to take in the incredible success of our efforts throughout the Yemei Atshuva. And now we find ourselves standing on top of this mountain knowing that we can't really stay here all that long and not quite sure what we are supposed to do. Where do we find ourselves right now? What comes to mind, of course, is the Pusik that we say each and every Sunday, although it is part of our liturgy in other places. We say this when we put away the Sefer Torah on Monday and Thursday. We said it, of course, repeatedly throughout the Aseris and Meitshuva. And that, of course, is the Pasuk of Mi Yaleh Bahar Hashem Umi Yakum Bimkom Kadsho. David HaMelech says, Mi Yaleh Bahar Hashem. Who is able to successfully ascend Bahar Hashem, the mountain of God? But that's not it. Because once you've made it there, Umi Yakum Bimkom Kadsho. Who is able to remain standing? Who is able to hold their position in that great, extraordinary, exalted place of holiness? You know, it's very interesting. The Gemara in Brachos somewhat famously tells us that there was a group of early Hasidim, pious Jews. These are way before the students of the Baal Shem Tov. We're talking about Hasidim that go all the way back to the Tanoim. And says the Gemara that these people used to wait Sha'achas, an entire Sha'ah. Well, let's, let's just translate that as an hour. I'm not quite sure it's exactly an hour, but a significant period of time before they davened. Why? Says the Gemara in Brachos Dav Lamed, these Hasidim Rishonim used to prepare themselves in probably thought and meditation. They would come into shul and they would try to detach themselves from the world around them in order that they can prepare themselves for prayer. Another time we'll talk about the benefit and the utility of such an approach. But what I want to share with you is the second part of Ibraisa, which is found on Daflam and Beis, Beis, which some of us may be less familiar with. And that is that the Ibraisa says, They would wait an entire hour before they davened, and then after they davened, they would wait another, let's say, an hour, another period of time. Now, obviously, this much must have been uh, in a situation where they had a tremendous amount of flexibility in their schedules, because I imagine it took them at least half hour, 45 minutes to daven. So it was an hour before and an hour afterwards. That's a significant dedication of time. But leaving aside the logistics for a moment, I understand what it was that they were doing before they davened. But what are they doing afterwards? If the purpose of being sha'achas before one davens is in order to prepare oneself, in order to get oneself in the mindset, like I said, to sort of meditate, to detach. Okay, that makes sense. Because after all, I want to set myself up for success. But I've davened already. It's done. I finished. So let me go about my day. What is this waiting another shah afterwards? Now, it's not clear, because the Gemara, in fact, does not tell us. But I think perhaps we can understand this if we appreciate for a moment a very, very beautiful insight, which comes from the writings of Rav Shlomo Zevin, when he discussed an important aspect of Yom Kippurim, And even though Yom Kippur is behind us, it's not truly behind us. Hopefully we're still holding 
our positions. Rav Zevin points out that if we understand, if we follow the story of the Avodos Yom HaKippurim inside, so Rashi points out that there were five points throughout the day that the Kohen Gadol changes his clothing. We know that the Kohen Gadol generally wore what we call the Big Day Zahav, the gold investments, but when he entered the Kodesh Kadashim, the Holy of Holies on Yom HaKippurim, he wore his white clothing, the Big Day Lavan. And every time he would change his clothing from gold to white or white to gold, he would immerse himself in the mikvah. So Zevin asked a very, very simple question. He says, I understand it makes perfect sense why it would be that as the Kohen Gadol is preparing himself to enter the Kodesh Kadash and the Holy of Holies, why, of course, it makes sense that he has to first immerse himself in the mikvah. Because after all, he is going from a level of lower Kedusha to a level of higher Kedusha. He's going from the Kodesh to the Kodesh Kadashim, and so therefore it makes sense that he should immerse in a mikvah. However, said Rav Zevin, why should it be that when the Kohen Gadol goes from the Kodesh Kadashim back into the Kodesh, he goes from the highest level of Kedusha, he goes, goes from the heights and the pinnacle, and he goes downwards, why is he immersing in the mikvah? After all, he's not being Malab Kodesh, he is not going up in the right direction, so to speak. He's being morid. He's going down. And Rav Zevin says that that's a tremendous mistake that we make. In life, we often, we make the mistake to think that when I am standing in a place of Kedusha, when I am standing in a place of Kodesh, and even more so, Kodesh Kadashim, so I've sort of reached the height of my existence. There's nothing more pure, there's nothing more holy, there's nothing more sanctified than this location. And so therefore, all I need to do is prepare myself as much for that moment. And when I leave, I leave. And as the expression goes, it's all downhill from here. Says Rav Zevin, it's true. Going from the Kodesh to the Kodesh Kadashim is in fact a very, very significant upgrade of sorts. And so therefore, the Kohen Gadol needs to prepare himself and he immerses himself in the mikvah, signifying how extraordinary of a leap this is going to be. However, says Rav Zevin, we should never make the mistake to think that when we leave the Kodesh Kadashim and we go back into the Kodesh, when we leave places of Kedusha and we return to our mundane lives, that we are now sort of taking a, a step down, that we are now downgrading our level. He says to the contrary, however, however important and significant it is to take the Kedusha from the Kodesh and bring it into a more elevated state in the Kodesh Kedashim, even more important than that is to take the Kedusha from the Kodesh Kedashim and bring it into the relatively mundane lives that we exist and we live in outside. Said Rav Zevin, the day after Yom HaKippurim and the days that follow, while it is true on a certain level, we are no longer in the Kodesh Kadashim. But our avoda, our task for the days ahead is to try to figure out how to preserve that, all that inspiration that we feel, that connection that we felt, that insight, that clarity, that perspective that we were able to enjoy for a mere 24 hours on the day of Yom HaKippurim, we need to take that with us. And it's true. Let's be real. We know that not every day is Yom Kippur. However, that doesn't mean that there is less of an opportunity for holiness. We just need to figure out how to reposition ourselves and how we can take the holiness of these special moments in life and integrate them into the other aspects, the other moments of our lives. And so therefore, it would seem to me that these Hasidim Mishonim, they sort of understood that intuitively. And so therefore, they prepared themselves an hour before davening in order to meditate and prepare themselves for that moment. So this way, their tefillah experience could be extraordinary. However, they also understood that 
Tvila does not exist in a vacuum. The purpose of davening is, at least partially, in order to inspire, to inform every aspect of our life. It is supposed to motivate us even when we leave shul. We are supposed to take some of the gems that we connect with as we daven, those moments of, of insight, of inspiration, and figure out how to take them with us. And so therefore they would be shoah shoachas after they davened in order to figure out how to successfully reintegrate, how I can take myself being sort of renewed, being enlightened, being elevated during my davening and figuring out how I can now integrate that throughout the course of my day and every aspect of my otherwise relatively mundane lives. And so therefore, when we say the Pasuk, Mi Hashem, umi kadcho, we should understand that that is a calling. It is not a rhetorical statement of frustration, which David Melech says it's impossible for a person to be Hashem, and then of course to be Yakum kadcho. He is reminding us that it is a challenge. It is not easy. It is difficult to climb that mountain. The 40 days of tshuva culminating with Yom HaKippurim was certainly in many respects a challenge. It was an obstacle source, of course. However, we have now a new avoda, and that is to stay here as long as possible. And even though we may recede somewhat, and even though slowly but surely we may way, make our way back into our otherwise mundane lives, hopefully we will be inspired. Hopefully we will f- continue to feel a sense of elevation. And when we look over the course of our lives, we may see something that looks like a tremendous growth spurt throughout the periods of Elul and Tishrei, in which case we, we, we make quite a leap. And then, yeah, and then there may be somewhat of a setback. And then we march forward again. And slowly but surely, we make our way closer to, so to speak, the top. Of course, there is no top. We continue to climb and to grow throughout the course of our lives. And so may we be Zoha on this day after the incredible exalted day of Yom HaKippurim to stay where we are as long as we can. And even if we can't stay where we are, to take some of the beauty of the Aserah Simei to take the Kedusha of the Kodesh Kedashim, and as we change back into our quote-unquote regular clothing, we're going to be immersing ourselves in the mikvah as well, so to speak, as a reminder that the holiest moments are yet to come. It's only in the days ahead when we are able to take the Kedusha of Yom HaKippurim and integrate it into every aspect of our life that we will really have reached Har Show, the highest place, the pinnacle of our existence. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.